This is a podcast from BFM 89.9, The Business Station. It is 5.47. It is time for Trending Today, where the question is, is it time to do away with VIP treatment for ministers? Now, to be clear, this is their own fault because um, <laughs> there have been these pictures of the Prime Minister, Anwar Ibrahim, frankly, stylishly walking down the streets of New York while attending the 78th United Nations General Assembly. And they've really gone viral for a number of reasons, I think. Firstly, it's a good photo. It's really well framed. It's like mm. a classic street style shot, um, which is amusing when you consider the sun is out the jacket yeah. sort of flying in the wind yeah very cool photo men in suits mm. yeah so um it, it's gone viral but the other part of it is that i think for a lot of us here there's a certain novelty to seeing the the most powerful man in the country just walking on the street without i mean they are bodyguards you can tell that they're there but um you know without the kind of fanfare that would typically accompany him here i mean nobody's holding an umbrella over his head um nobody is sort of rushing ahead telling everybody he's coming he's coming um it's just sort of a very casual shot and so Ui Beng Chiang uh, responded to the pictures with a post pointing out that it was very refreshing to see government ministers moving around New York City like ordinary people uh, they were jogging getting their own coffee imagine um, and crossing the street like ordinary mortals and so <laughs> he went on to say that there should be no VIP treatment for ministers in Malaysia since in NYC everyone has to do everything themselves or maybe the the other way of looking at it is that everyone can yes. do everything themselves. Actually, the the getting their own coffee really got to me, right? Because I can't remember the last time I attended an event with a with a minister or a deputy minister um, where the person got up and got their own drink. Um, because you know you're always seeing people flurrying around bringing their food to them. Um, so it's actually a good question. Do we really need to? Um, do we really need this sort of fanfare around our politicians and our, our VIPs, frankly? So some folks are saying that it has a lot to do with the relationship that our politicians have to the people, that people have to the politicians, really, because Selfie says, all the privileges of the elite class, ministers, it's only up to the national border. Overseas, you carry a title, no one knows you, including overseas Malaysians. I'm a datuk, I'm an elite, nobody cares. Um, Hasman says, right, when they return to Malaysia, even the umbrella has to be held by other people. Um, Heather says, because political culture in Malaysia makes the rakyat the servant. And Chin Chow says, it's just a job. Malaysians love to glorify people. We should stop normalizing this. That's it. There are people uh, pushing back, defending um, the minister, saying, "Look, that's the tr that's the style there in New York. You need to take a picture like that to put onto your social media to look cool and stylish." Um, meanwhile, Kapeta says they are unknown there. Here, people know them, and so they are more vulnerable to attacks. Different situations, different places. Nick, meanwhile, says. Maybe the ministers didn't ask for special treatment. It's the people who work for the Mantri that insist on the special layanan. Yeah, and that may be true. Um, you can, however, stop it. I mean, if after yes. a while you notice that you haven't gotten your own coffee in like 20, <laughs> 20 years, um, maybe at some point you can say, oh, I actually, I would like to stand up and take a walk. But I, I think to the point about they are unknown there, that got us thinking. So, um, of course, the argument has always been that if our ministers did in fact have to go around 
the country and the city like regular folks, that our roads would have no potholes, that our trains would come on time, that the stations would not leak, you know, that all these things would be magically solved. And um, the truth is, in other countries, I'm not saying it's common, um, but it's also not uncommon for politicians, uh, for city mayors, for um, prime ministers, in fact, to take public transport and to do so with the belief that they're not going to get attacked. Um, so it, I, I hear you on the point about security, um, but also, actually regardless, uh, the Prime Minister had bodyguards. If you look at the photo, you can see, you can tell who they are. Um, and also... I don't I don't know that I expect them regularly to walk the streets of KL but surely if you're getting for instance from one part of a you know one part of a, a small area to another you could walk um in Singapore I actually remember being really surprised to have attended a lecture with one of their ministers who then stepped out it was raining he opened his own umbrella used the umbrella and ran to the car himself and then drove himself out and I felt like I had seen a unicorn come to life because I'd never seen that happen before. And I think also um, this is part of why the, the Duodarjat thing comes up so mm -hmm. easily and so quickly whenever uh, we hear ministers say anything about cost of living, even when they mean well, even when they're talking sense, even when um, essentially what they're saying is helpful to us. I, I think that there is still this abiding sense of, well, what do you know? You don't get your own food. You don't open your own umbrella. Buy um, your own coffee. <laughs> yeah. So I think that that is partly where this is coming from. Let us know. Uh, did you see the photos of our Prime Minister uh, strolling the streets of New York, him and other government officials, uh, which has opened up questions around, well, why can't they maybe get less of that VIP treatment back home as well? Do you think we should be pushing for that? You can call double seven double three two nine hundred, send us a voice note or WhatsApp 018-789-8899. Tweet us at BFM Radio. Begin fun moments. BFM. 89.9, The Business Station. It is just coming up to 5.55. You're listening to the Evening Edition with Sharmila and Lynn. And uh, on Trending Today, we've been talking about a picture of our Prime Minister walking the streets of New York, which has opened up questions around... Why don't they do this casual public appearance, walking around, getting their own stuff thing back home? Let us know. Have you seen the pictures? Do you think we should be pushing for VIPs to get less of that VIP treatment? You can call double seven double three two nine hundred, send us a voice note or WhatsApp 018-789-8899. Tweet us at BFM Radio. Plenty of thoughts coming through on this. Maha says, not just fanfare for politicians, but also top government officials. Also, do away with long salutations, holding rooms in event planning meetings, committees spending long hours to discuss logistics for VVIP. Such a waste of time. I have been part of government delegations overseas and I have seen officials assigned to take care of the minister's wife. Maha, spot on. Um, if you've ever been the part, uh, a part of the organising committee for an event that requires um, a, a politician, a minister, any of these government officials attending, it is so painful um, to have to make sure everything is organised and completely agree on the salutations. Sometimes you lose the plot of what event you're at by the time they're done with the greetings. 
a couple of people are talking about how VIP treatment affects the relationship, such as it is between <laughs> politicians and people. Uh, Munif says, the VIP treatment deludes ministers into thinking that they are masters rather than servants to the rakyat. A nation will persist without ministers. It cannot without its people. Um, I would consider otherwise if they were at least good at their jobs, but, our, but to our detriment, our divisiveness is also courtesy of them. So VIP what? Save such treatment for our elderly and disabled instead. Uh, Lok also says, yes, stop it. It makes them arrogant. Yeah, so, you know, it, there is a line, right, between what is logical and practical in terms of safety and perhaps getting them somewhere important on time and so on. And between it just seeming like we think they deserve better treatment than the rest of us. And I do feel like it can seem like often we've now verged into the second area. Uh, we, so we have this from uh, Winston who says, if you watch Borgen, uh, which is on Netflix, the Prime Minister rides a bicycle. Now, this is a Danish show. Mm -hmm. And the thing about the Nordic people is that there is famously this... Um, egalitarian approach to the power distance. Uh, I was listening to a podcast recently about the Icelandic Prime Minister who, did you know Sharmila wrote a crime novel? I did not. It's called Reykjavik. <laughs> Fiction. Um, Basically, it's a, yes, it's oh, a fiction um, that she co-wrote with somebody. So anyway, uh, the the podcast kind of goes to meet her, and it describes the parliamentary building as just a nondescript building in the center of town. And then she walks in, mm -hmm. and and the prime minister is there, and it's and that's it. There's no red tape. There's no fanfare. There's no announcing. I was amazed. Well, Ting um, is, I think, being a little sarcastic and saying, if without the VVIP treatment, what's the point of running for elections and shouting on TikTok? It's not just TikTok. They shout everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> they shout even in the rooms they're paid to be in. Yes. <laughs> they're shouting everywhere. After having gotten the miles-long introductory uh, you know, speech welcoming them on stage. Um, Shariza, though, is pointing the finger back at us, saying, let's be honest, uh, Malaysians will always have um, kissers of the behind on every <laughs> tier. Um, someone will always try to be nice to them. Mm. So I've heard this this before, that it's just part of our culture, um, that perhaps this is just something that um, we've gotten used to doing. And you do see it in workplaces even, right? Sometimes this notion that um, some people get treated better than others. I, but I don't think we should stand for it anywhere, to be honest. No, um, although I, I think the point here is that as long as there are people who will try to um, ingratiate themselves mm -hmm. to people who are powerful people who are powerful will accept it. And right. so I think un unless we can all collectively agree that this is the kind of treatment we want to give, um, that it's always going to be difficult. I think we should start by doing away with it in, in events and functions. It's one easy thing to cut out. <laughs> Shangala, have you been have you been hurt? No, <laughs> journalists having to cover way too many um, events with miles-long mm. VIP introductions. That's where the frustration comes from. And, and then they're late. Yes, and then they're late. And then you have to wait for ages to file your story. Yeah, okay, personal vendetta. I will pipe down now. Uh, but after the 6 o'clock news on Inside Story, we're going to be shifting gears and talking about uh, jobs and specifically salaries because Job Street Malaysia has released their 2023 salary report with some interesting data on which industries are getting the highest salary and which ones um, face maybe seeing a drop in what people earn. So we want to hear from you. Are you happy with the salary in your industry? And if you'd known what you'd be making, would you have made a different decision? You can call us, you can send us a voice note, you can WhatsApp us, you can tweet us and keep it here, BFM 89.9.
You have been listening to a podcast from BFM 89.9, The Business Station. For more stories of the same kind, download the BFM app.